Hey, hold on, bro. I'm, I'm doing a little podcast right now. I'll holler at you. Look here. This is how it's gonna go. I'm gonna do what the beat say, do. You do what the DJ name say. Confirm. Yes, do if you ever try Gucci, man, you might burn one. And I'm a burn one for you. Party, then it's gonna be never had a problem that I didn't solve. It must be official if I get involved. Caught up in a fire burning daily. Harder to remember, getting harder to remember. I've been doing enough to drive me crazy. I don't think my mama's gonna save me. Maybe I'm not flying, but I'm floating. If we're not headed to the top, where we going? Two miles an hour, can you picture me rolling? Cause life is so much better when you live in slow motion To another episode of the Burn One Podcast. You got your boy Two Bleezy in this thing. You got your boy Rodney in here. Episode 88, I think. 88? I think. We need to be fact checking this. I'll fact check uh, Yeah, man. Uh, you can get at me, your boy Two Bleezy, at Agent Ocho 8. That's on Instagram. Oh, it is 88, by the way. Alright. Uh, you can get at me at Agent Ocho 8 That's on Instagram, Twitter, and Apple Connect Where I'll be dropping them playlists off on your head tops and whatnot hmm. Make sure you guys get at the podcast Burn One Podcast That's on Instagram and Twitter That's uh, the number one Because we are the number one podcast in these motherfucking streets Do you feel me? Yes, please use the number one You can get at me at This is Boston on Twitter Every morning, really. Mm-hmm. And I don't even really know how to how to start this podcast. To be honest, today is a uh, the twenty fifth, twenty fourth, twenty fourth. Yes, today's the twenty fourth. Um. So. Uh, I guess we just first and foremost, yeah. rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace to George Floyd. Uh, yes, rest in peace, George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Sandra um, Bland, Trayvon Martin, Eric Garner, Eric Gardner, Mike Brown, and everyone else that has been affected by police brutality. Um, yesterday, a verdict was announced. Um. I don't know if that's the correct term, but sure, whatever. I yeah, I don't I know the correct term for it. But they came out with the bullshit charges that they uh, 
handed down to um one of the three officers that uh was part of that team that came to Breonna Taylor's apartment with a no knock warrant. Um, and <coughs> what did they um charge him with? Um, wanton endangerment. And that basically means the endangerment. From what I've uh, in layman's terms, I'll put it like that. Uh, okay. Essentially, it's the endangerment of the neighbors. Okay, I I recall seeing they said that uh, one neighbor heard a knock at the door. I'll actually give the the actual definition of what wanton endangerment is. Um, okay. All right. Uh, a person is guilty of wanton endangerment in the first degree when, under circumstances manifesting extreme indifference to the value of human life, he wantonly engages in conduct which creates a substantial danger of death or serious physical injury to another person. First degree wanton endangerment is a class D felony. Is a class D felony punishable with fines up to. $10,000 and up is, to five years in prison. Is that one of those laws made only for uh, the police? Because I feel like if anybody else would have did that, there is no wanton endangerment. They just charge you with murder. murder. Yeah. Or manslaughter or something. Right. It's one of those laws to cover the police's ass. Um, Cause probably. I, I, I've never heard I've of never this heard charge. Of, yeah, I've never heard of this um, charge before. I mean, we talked about it in, in our Killer Bees group a little bit yesterday. Uh, I mean, I believe it's more so, I mean, I'm sure it is one of those things to cover the police ass. But as far as, like, never hearing it before, I, I believe it may only be a thing in Kentucky. Okay. I think that that may be why it's something that's so foreign to everybody. But even with that being that, that's not enough. It isn't enough. Nowhere near enough. And the fact I mean, we knew <coughs> we knew what was going to happen. Like, this isn't a surprise to anybody. It never is. Uh, like, when they gave uh, Breonna Taylor's family all that money, I could have told you this would have been the outcome. When, before they even announced the verdict, I think that's... Yeah, a whole 24 hours before the verdict, or whatever the, the correct term is. Whenever they, they gave this man this wanton endangerment charge before, a whole day before this that happened, so they they knowing already what's what's about to go on and what could possibly take place after this comes out. Um, they uh they put the city of Louisville on an, in a state of emergency mm-hmm. and essentially putting them on on a curfew. Yeah, once that came out, I already knew what was going to happen. Same, yeah. I had I had seen that and I was like. Like, we were just talking about it off air before we had got on. I I was on Twitter and had seen, uh, you know, I was just, you know, looking at, like, trending shit or whatever. And I think that was one of, like, one of the tweets that came up and it was just saying, like, how they were putting the city of Louisville on a uh, state of emergency. State of emergency and that there was going to be a curfew. And yeah, I, I forget the exact, what the tweet said exactly, but, you know, I was getting the gist of what was happening and. You know, I like I said, I had quoted the tweet, and I'm like, so it looks like they're about to get off again, or am I reading this wrong? And it turns out I was exactly right. I just want to know what has to happen for someone to, like, get 
the proper charges pressed. Like, Brianna Taylor was asleep in her bed. I understand there was an entire, there may have been a quote-unquote shootout. She was asleep. She was in her bed when she was. And she was innocent. She was innocent. They had been watching her house. Uh, and, like, I heard that. Um, she had she was dating some guy uh, who was a link in this bigger operation that they were already looking for, and he was staying at her place sometimes. He eventually moved out because mm-hmm. they had been following them long enough. He They had seen that he had eventually moved out, but he was still getting mail sent to her. So he got some package sent to her that he came and picked up, and then they followed him to wherever the hell he was going, and it was apparently like a trap house or some shit like that. But it blows my mind that, okay, first you had a no-knock warrant, but you knocked anyway. So you say. So you say. You also say you have a neighbor uh, that heard y'all knock, but y'all won't release who the fuck this neighbor is, and y'all won't say, y'all won't ask the other neighbors. Well, I mean, I think that is them asking the other neighbors. Like, the fact that only one of them came out, like, one neighbor, and of all of this... Like, you know, when the police come, you know, people people tend to be around. Exactly. Especially when it's multiple police ready to kick a dough in. Somebody going to be outside and they going to see it. And this is at like, this is like right after midnight. Probably like 12.45 in the morning. So not even just late, late. Like not that. even late, late. So niggas is out still. Niggas is still out at 12.45 We're in the morning. Or up. Right? So when they see the blue lights, they looking. Right. <clears throat> okay. You have your your little witness. Two, they just released that he started shooting back at them. Or he started shooting at them. I don't know if he started shooting back or if he was shooting at them. Well, I guess it would be in what they'll in probably say. In his defense, say. though. And what they'll say is they he shot first, but it's like, my nigga, you kicked in the dough. Right. And from what he is telling us and from what I believe to be true, because why would you have a no-knock warrant and then knock? Um, like, come on! If you bust into this nigga, shit, and like you don't knock, what what do you expect? And it's a registered gun. He right. got the right. He has the right to fire at y'all ass. But somehow you shoot and kill the woman in her bed. You don't even shoot the guy that's shooting at you. I'm still kind of blown about i'm still not understanding this because the entire truth still isn't out no and they think speeding through this 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 decision that was made was for face value to save face because if uh the nba didn't put uh, her name on their shirts and this wasn't such a big social media uh thing this probably would have took way longer and we probably would have got the same uh, verdict or whatever, but they they rushed it and they gave her family the money to save their ass, which don't even save them. It makes you look worse. For sure. Burn burn it down, y'all. I'm, mean, I'm all for the riots and the protesting um, you that see, turn into riots. I'm with it. You see two officers got shot. I did. In Louisville yesterday. I did. Okay. Did they die? Were they sleep? Were they at home? All right. 
I don't care then. I don't care, bro. I don't care if a cop gets shot, bro. I just don't. I mean, that's how I feel at this point. Like, a lot of people were talking about the other two cops that got shot in Los Angeles, I believe. Or somewhere in California. I don't, wanna, I don't know if it was Los Angeles. Somewhere in, somewhere in California, uh, two cops got shot, I believe, both in the head, like, last week or two weeks ago. I understand why. That's 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 where I'm at with it these days. Like I'm not for the violence. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to kill any. Nobody has to be killed, right? But we are constantly being killed. If a couple of random niggas hit a couple of your random cops out of retaliation, you gotta understand that. I mean, at this I, point, I, I, I mean, can justify that. It to me is just like how long do you expect people to keep bringing a. Uh, uh, knife to a gunfight? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like we not like they not gonna keep going for that. That's what I'm saying. Like all you have to do is hold these men accountable, and nothing will happen. Like you don't have to fucking put uh, Louisville on a state of emergency if you make the right decision and you do what you're supposed to fucking do. You cause you call a state of emergency because you know. Hey, we on some fuck shit right now, and they know we on some fuck shit. Mm-hmm. So they finna tear shit up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's only a state of emergency because you let it be. It's only civil unrest because of y'all. And it's crazy to me that they'd rather save face for these three police. O- I ain't gonna say it's crazy, but it's just like. Y'all would rather save face for these three officers than serve justice for this one person who lost their life. This defenseless black woman that lost her life in her sleep. Like, damn. Niggas can't even sleep. Honestly, niggas can't even sleep. (laughs) Shit is crazy, man. Shit ain't even crazy no more, bruh. And it's not even eye opening anymore. How eyes? How wide do my eyes have to be? Now, the last time I was surprised was when Trayvon got killed. That was the last time I was surprised. That was the last time I was surprised. And that was kind of the, in well, in the social media realm. That was like the first one, the very first. Domino. But it was the last time I was surprised. I was like, oh, like that was like our Rodney King almost. Because when Rodney King got his ass beat in L.A. and it was on tape. Mm-hmm. They went crazy and started rioting in, in L.A. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody really started getting that big. I'm ready for it to get like that again. If y'all trying to get like that, I will book a flight to Los Angeles tonight. He said I will book a flight. <laughs> 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 if y'all oh, are ready shit. to get active like that. Man, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I like I said, I it, it's just like... Uh, I'm at a loss for words. Like, I feel like we done sat here and had this conversation many times. <laughs> many of times. I fucking hate it. Honestly. Like, it, I hate it because it's made me kind of numb. Because I shouldn't be, I shouldn't, like, expect a cop to get off. Right, if I if I believe in our system, but I'm black, and the system was made to keep me in a certain position, not allow me to evolve or grow. Right. 
that system is enforced by the police. Like, I just don't understand how anybody wants to be a cop. You know what I mean? Like, I've never been in a situation where a cop has just saved me. <laughs> a police officer has never saved my life or been in the situation to save me. God damn. Or been in the position to save my life. I was going to say, you popular today. No. <laughs> Not at all. Um, I'm trying to think of a time where a police officer has saved never, my life. Never. Never. Outside of you pulling me over, you didn't save my life then. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Never. Ever. And I've never called the police. Never. Don't plan on it. Don't plan on it. I've I been places where the number. police have been called. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, even, I don't even know their number. I've never dialed 911 a day in my life. A day in my damn life. Have I done? Uh, I don't even like going to that emergency swipe on my phone <laughs> accidentally. Be like, hold up. But no, uh, we were going off topic. <clears throat> I mean, I don't, I don't want to go too deep into this because, like, it 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 sucks to talk about. Yeah, it does. It's I mean, it's draining. no. It's, I mean, it's, it's it's draining. That's what I mean. It's draining, emotionally draining. Yeah, and mentally draining. But um, like we said, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. Um, justice has not been served. And if civil unrest gets to popping, I'm all for it. You know, I don't care. Do what you got to do. Burn, burn down the Capitol if you must. Shit, I'll support it. I support it all. If that's what it takes. It takes something. Protesting. Look, I'm all for peaceful protesting. But. That obviously ain't enough. You know. And rioting may not be the answer at all. But I feel like they don't think we bout that. Like, I think they're they're afraid of black people. But like I said, when they had the Rodney King uh, uh, riots, them niggas got active, right? Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton even called niggas super predators after that. Like, she was scared. I don't think they scared of us like they should be. You don't think so? I don't think I so. I think they're uberly scared. I think it's just... Um I think today's, like, world has, I think we kind of, I think they, I don't know how to put this shit. Like, I feel like they're more scared than they were before. But I feel like we had gotten to the point where shit was kind of cool. Black president. Yeah. Or even not even just that, like even before that, I will say that that caused a a shift, though. You think so? And in some white people's eyes, yeah. I feel like they're still in those power positions to where they can still do shit like this. To where when, like, so this is just like a 
like them killing an innocent person. Like imagine if it was like some shit where people are like planning riots or like planning to like try and like oh, they gonna go dethrone like you feel me like government type shit. Yeah. Like they would easily like wipe that out. Yeah, they call the National Guard in a heartbeat. And just you feel me put it on some crazy shit. Yeah. And then but just act like it was it wasn't on like you feel me that they'll probably blame like blame it on some drug shit so people wouldn't think it was like on a riot and shit so like that wouldn't be in their mind to go do that mm. to see what the real issue is no I, I I'm following I still think they think it's a game and maybe it is a game. Think about that. That they think it's a game? No, that it is a game to them. How you interact with black people. You know, we don't know what white people talk about when we're not around, right? Yeah. And you put on, well, I don't say you put on, but some people put on faces when they get around white people. They're not themselves. I don't know why, but they're not themselves. And vice versa with white people. They're not themselves when they get around a specific number of black people. Mm -hmm. You might get two out of a group of ten, but if you got seven in that group of ten that's black, then it's a different Caitlin, right? So I think, well, I just want to throw this out. The word nigga gets thrown around all the time around white people. I'm 95% sure about that. And I don't, hang, I don't hang around any white people. Well, I do, but I don't like, I don't have any, like, white friends I just hang out with. Like, I got white homies. Mm-hmm. Like, but, like, you hang out with white people. <laughs> and I, I hang out with a, a white dude. White person. A white dude. There is one white person, and he hangs out with with all black people. All yes, black people. I understand that. I understand that. And he he's the coolest white dude I know. <laughs> but even I'm sure even he will say. In certain situations, when there are no black people around, maybe the word nigga don't come up. Well, no, nah, I don't know with his family. His family's pretty progressive. I mean, his but his, his family mom is like British. Yeah, born in, was born in South Africa, but South Africa apartheid. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how that is coming from South Africa, where apartheid just ended mm-hmm. in our lifetime, and coming here where it was never apartheid. Hmm. It was segregation. Mm-hmm. It was little. It was apartheid junior, but we never like fixed it. At least South Africa made a, 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 real actual, attempt. a real attempt to fix it or make it look like they try to fix it. Mm-hmm. America will never do that. It's funny. I went off on a high-ass tangent because I was supposed to start talking about how white people act around white people. I think they act like black people, though, sometimes. You know the ones that think they black? 
Mm-hmm. The ones that really think it, though. Like, we know ones that hang around black people, but they white. Yeah. The ones who actually believe that they have, like, black parents or something like that. And they need a black baby. You know them? Crazy. Braves. What yeah. else are we talking about? I don't know. You want to switch it to some some other shit? Hell yeah. Shit. shit. Um, Celtics went down 3-1. Goofies. Hey, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Uh, boy choking out there, man. Threw up a shit ball in the first half. <laughs> and then scored 28 in the second half. Just to lose the game. <coughs> I'm assuming the Marcus Smart rant did nothing for them. Huh. Yeah, it don't seem like it. And somebody's getting traded. Yeah, I've been hearing hella trade rumors about them. Yep. It's just inevitable at this point. Sorry, uh, Jalen Brown, they're trading you. No, I don't think so. They're trading Marcus Smart? Probably. Mm. What do you think they get for Marcus Smart? I don't know. I I mean, I did hear trade rumors, I think, and I slick think it did have Jalen Brown in it. But um, – Because they're not giving up Kimber or Jason. Uh, they just not. I feel like – I had seen a, a trade rumor for Rudy Gobert. I forgot who it had in it. And then I seen one for um, Rob Covington as well. I feel like that was Gordon Hayward. I feel like they were sipping off Gordon Hayward in most of these trades. So they want to ship Gordon Hayward back to Utah? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I was in like that would be funny. But then, damn, that really messes up Donovan Mitchell because he had that big protection in the paint. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Damn, that's just him. But Rudy Gobert on the Celtics makes sense. I guess, yeah. I mean, you got rim protection. They ain't really got that right now. Yeah. Uh, Dice ain't it to me. <sighs> Dice ain't it. I be picking him on DraftKings, though. He be coming through with the, the solid games. On Somebody bet two hundred fifty thousand uh, on Marcus Smart to make thirteen points in last night's game. The payout would have been like toward upward of five hundred thousand, maybe. Um, yeah, Marcus Smart only scored ten points. Damn, lost two hundred fifty racks on Marcus Smart. <laughs> Ooh, I would never like Marcus Smart again. Me neither. <laughs> Stupid. Don't put your money on the Celtics, guys. They're disappointing. I'm sorry, Ethan. They are fucking disappointing. <laughs> nobody uh, wants to see the Mi- – let's be real. Nobody really wants to see the Miami Heat in the finals. Everybody wants to see Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum in the finals. Yeah. I would love to see Jason Tatum in the finals. Just to say he was in the finals. Because he's only 19 still. After three years. He's he's not. But that's what Celtics fan, fans always say. They like oh, saying he's only 19. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> his first year in the league, he was only 19 getting off. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they stay saying he's only 19. But the youngest player in the fucking uh, series bust their ass last night. Tyler Hero. Yeah, he did. Nasty. 
Yeah, that boy can shoot. My can nigga. Shoot. Like, Duncan Robinson been blowing it this series. Man, yeah. Tyler Hero has really stepped up. And he can, like, shoot off the dribble and, yeah. <laughs> Make he, his own, create his own shot. Like, it's crazy. He going to be nice. He is nice. I mean, he is. He going to be like. He's only 19. No, <laughs> <laughs> he yeah he gonna be really nice i ain't gonna lie like that's a really good uh <laughs> uh uh player to lean on for jimmy yeah, iggy ain't sure. really doing shit iggy just be out there man yeah he don't be doing shit <laughs> it's he just be it's, out there though it's really the younger players in jimmy that's doing all the work i mean duncan hasn't been doing anything but bam has been doing perfect right duncan can't Stay out of foul trouble. This nigga, every time you look up, he get two fouls. They baiting him though. They baiting him because I, I think they know if he were to get off, it's it's over for them. They can't stop him, and they can't stop Tyler Hero. And then Bam is just gonna be Bam defensively and offensively, and they be running through. They be running the offense through Bam sometimes. You be forgetting Jimmy Butler is on the team. Yeah. Because Goron will still give you 23. Man, you remember <laughs> what I used to do to you with Goron? Okay. Yeah, I do. I do. But this is now, what, seven years later? How old is Goron? Old. And he's doing this to these niggas? Why, Kimba's letting Goron do him like this? I thought black lives mattered. No, he didn't. Kimba, get your ass. First of all, what Kimba Walker needs to stop doing. <laughs> he needs to stop dribbling the ball for eight seconds of the fucking shot clock. Just dribbling around. Not even look. I be feeling like they don't got any kind of offense ran. Because Kimball Walker just dribbling around. <laughs> Am I lying? I, no. Like, damn, nigga, we only got 12 seconds left. Quit fucking dribbling the ball. Pass it. He be looking for a shot during those 12 seconds. Like, no, they're not falling for that fucky-ass step-back anymore, Kimba. Stop. Fucking stop. Yeah. Nice. It's it's getting tired. I'm getting really sick and tired of it. Because Gordon Hayward gets in the game and y'all win a game. The game, he comes back. He was able to, like. He said he was tired as hell, though. In the first five minutes. He said he was tired after the first five. They played him for 30 minutes. <laughs> and he was exhausted. They need to win. On one leg. And his his son was just born. Uh, Gordon Hayward Jr. was being delivered that night. He said Gordon Hayward Jr. That's not his name. Yes, it is. Yes, the kid is a junior. Nuh-uh. Yes, I swear to God. I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> I like to fact check. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like the uh, the Celtics really just blew it, in my opinion, because like the first two games, they, I mean, they were controlling the game for the Gordon whole Theodore Hayward is his name. So it's not Gordon Hayward Jr., but his name is Gordon. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> So little Gordon was being born that morning, <laughs> that night. He he's exhausted on a knee. 
Not even feet. He doesn't even have feet at, the, at after the twenty fifth minute. He's just going. And they only squeaked. They almost lost that game. Yeah, they did. I mean, I don't know. I felt like the the Celtics were the the better team coming in, but I mean, the uh, you know what I think happens? What? Because they've been talking about trade rumors with the Clippers too. I think I've heard about those. PG for like Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown. That would make the Clippers nice. And I guess trade something else. I guess trade like, I guess you got to give up, give up like maybe Pat Bev or Lou Will or something like that. One of them, probably. So I don't know. To the Celtics though, probably just cut that ass. I keep them. Nah, well, nah, so I keep them. Just cut them. You think so? They cut Lou Will. They ain't cutting. All right, if it yeah. was Pat Bev, they got them. They probably keep. Him. They keeping Pat Bev. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if it's Lou Will, they gonna they come cut him. Lou yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will probably end up. He's not gonna retire. He probably end up playing. Somebody gonna give him a bag. Yeah. MJ probably give him a bag to play in Charlotte or something. <laughs> and he'll take it. Um, yeah, Charlotte a pretty black city. Yeah. Black as hell, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lou They got strip clubs and shit. Of course, yeah, they, yes. they, they <laughs> Charlotte. Yeah, they be straight. Yeah, uh, he'll be chilling with the baby or something, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a nice trade though for for uh, the Clippers. Yeah, really nice. Kawhi, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Montrez Harrell, Pat Bev. Not Pat. You just said Pat Bev. Oh, 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 well, I was saying that was if I was saying either Pat Bev or Lou Will get traded. Uh, so I think they'll give up Lou Will before they give up Pat Bev. Yeah, but I don't think. But the, the Clippers, I mean, Celtics don't want no Lou Will. Right. He don't fit. They st- I think I think Lou Will still end up getting traded though. Probably. That's crazy. You niggas gave up. All y'all picks until 2026 to only make it one round further than you made it the year before. And Kawhi only signed a two-year deal. Man. He's leaving. He's leaving. You think so? Yes. Niggas leave, bro. Niggas will end up playing for like six different teams at the end of the LeBron plays for four different teams. Three different teams, but essentially four. Oh, well, played for the Cavs same. twice, yeah. but yeah. Um, Melo has played for what four or five teams: Denver, New York, Rockets, OKC, Portland. Five teams, and the Hawks. He didn't play for y'all. He got a jersey. He suited up. Nah, he got a jersey though. Okay, it's in the Raptors. Nah, he got it. Oh, that's what's up. Uh, CP3. He's played for four teams. Hornets, Clippers, Rockets, Thunder, and possibly somewhere else next year. Yeah. I don't think niggas' legacies are dependent on a franchise anymore. It, it's just cool to stay with somebody your whole career, but fuck that. I want to go with other niggas somewhere else and do this. 
I like that. I mean, yeah. It's just, I mean, I guess it's just still weird to me. Getting used to the niggas staying two years. But, like, say you was in their position. Would you want to play for the Hawks your whole career if they was not treating your your career how you wanted it to be treated? I mean, I wouldn't want to stay anywhere if they was doing me like that. So. Exactly. So if you had the choice to leave, nigga, fuck that shit, nigga, I'm gone. Niggas can't be Jordan. Everybody ain't Michael Jordan, nigga. You ain't finna win six rings, nigga. Shut the fuck up. Everybody ain't Kobe, nigga. And Kobe... I think Kobe's is more impressive than Mike's because Kobe got three at kind of the beginning of his career, and then he willed two more, but three appearances at the end of his career. Yeah. Like, he went through some shit during the middle, like the the, the rape allegation and then, like, a just whole rebuild kind of. Yeah. Then them niggas started winning again, and he was really nice like that. So, that's more impressive than getting six straight, and not even six straight. And Scotty a bitch. So, what Scotty do to you, man? After watching the whole Last Dance thing and seeing how he quit on them niggas when he was the head guy, you remember that scene where he quitted on them niggas? He quitted. He quit on quitted. He quitted on them niggas in the Eastern Conference playoffs. And they could have made it to the finals again. So I feel like if Scotty would have made it to the finals one of the years without Mike, then I would be like, all right, Scotty up there. Scotty like that, like that. But Scotty couldn't even do it. And it was on his own accord, like his own bullshit, off of his own ego, why he didn't even make it to the finals that one year. They could have easily beat the Rockets. You let Hakeem Olajuwon sneak two out. You say it like Hakeem Olajuwon ain't that guy. He is that guy. He really is that guy. But let's be real. If it was Jordan and Scotty against Hakeem in them, I don't think – I don't even think – yeah, there's no back-to-back. Jordan probably wins eight in a row, realistically. I just think it's more impressive to get three at the beginning and then two at the end. And they had to give the Celtics that one. They paid for it. So He said they paid for it. They they paid for that. They definitely paid for that ring. <clears throat> Does Doc get fired? Uh, and... I don't think they're going to fire him right now, but I think he's going to be on a very short leash. I think he has one year to prove it. You got to get to the Western Conference Finals in almost like. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And even like at the beginning of next year, like if they, whenever next year starts, if they don't come out, like if they come out and like be on some bullshit, like, like, you feel me? On some five hundred type shit, mm-hmm. they might fuck around and let them go then. And mm-hmm. I think Ty Lue or Sam Cassell getting the fuck out right now if they can find a head coaching job. Shit, I stay right there. Shit, Doc gonna be gone. Nah, because if Doc gone, they they cutting you too. I feel like they yeah next year if they let go of Doc, I feel like they gonna let go of the whole shit, the whole shebang. 
That's why if I'm Sam Cassell, especially, if somebody offer me something good, I'm taking that. If somebody offer me the um who 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 probably gonna have a who has an open seat right now? OKC has an open seat. Billy Donovan gone? Yeah, they fired him. And he's he just signed with the Bulls. What? Yeah, he's the Bulls' new head coach. Why would they do that? Why would he do that is what I'm trying to find out. Like, you're a pretty decent coach. You want to coach these niggas? These young niggas? You think he a pretty decent coach? He won coach of the year. I mean, CP3 had him, like, helped him. But he's he is a good coach. He has never not made the playoffs outside of that one year, Russ, uh, as a head coach. But I'm saying, look, like, come on, man. I know, I know. But it is still impressive what you did this year, even if you had Chris Paul. That's pretty freaking impressive, right? You not only made the playoffs, but y'all was the fourth seed, fifth seed in the West. I guess. I'm not a Billy Donovan fan. I don't. Think I'm not a Billy Donovan great. fan either. But I'm just trying to. I I mean I don't think he all that great. Oh. <laughs> I'll see if he do something with the or Rockets. He could have had that Rockets job. It, if he do something with the Bulls, then I'll be impressed. Because what you got up there? You got Zach Levine, Lloyd Marketing, Chris Dunn. <laughs> Chris Dunn. Is he a keep cogging the? Uh, that nigga was a wasted fifth fifth overall pick. Um, they got who is uh who did they get last year? Uh, Wendell Carter or is that? The, I think that was two years ago. But uh, Kobe White. Him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was in the running for uh, rookie of the year, wasn't he? Probably like top five because it was like Kendrick Nunn, uh, Ja, and. I guess Zion. They, uh, the Grizzlies had two kids make it to the – well, not kids. These niggas ain't kids. <laughs> they had two rookies make it to the uh, first-team all-rookie team. He said kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I was talking about the rookie team. But Brandon Clark and uh, John Moran both made it first-team all-rookie. That's yeah. that's hard. Memphis is looking good, though. Memphis is going to be in the playoffs soon. I give them, like, two years. Maybe next year, really. If I think next year for sure. Yeah, when Jaren get back, I think next year for sure. That's nasty. Like they don't fucked around and let the Grizzlies really come up on their ass. Next year is going to be exciting because everyone's essentially healthy. Barring and, I mean, else yeah, probably because I mean they not going to start on time. So they said they're talking about January. How many games? Because mm-hmm. hmm. they were talking to Adam Silva about it, I think, on um, Inside the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, so. <clears throat> but you got a full healthy Warrior squad with whoever they draft this year or trade for that draft pick. Uh, then you got the Nets, fully healthy. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see that. Everyone's healthy. Trey Young in his third year. Shout out, Ice Trey. Luka Dodgers and Porzingis healthy. I just had to because it was the first other player I could think of. Um, 
Clippers, whatever they do, but niggas really gonna be shitting on the Clippers next year. <laughs> uh, Bucks, Bucks doing some. They doing something in the off season. I feel like they gonna try to get. Like, I mean, they better. But Chris I mean, Paul, they, I don't know maybe. what they know. That's not the answer. Paul George. That's not the answer. I don't know. That could help, but like, what do you need? A big man or a? I don't know what you need. But you need it. <laughs> you need all three Antetokounmpo's on the floor at the yes. same time. <laughs> Something that might work for them. <laughs> they gonna turn into the, like the how the Power Rangers used to do and form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turn into a super Antetokounmpo. A suitor. A... <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> a super Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Lakers. It's um, lost. Tonight's uh game four. Yeah. This is the this is the funniest game of the series because <laughs> say the Nuggets just lose. <laughs> they gonna put the curse on them. Yes, and just blow the game. Tonight. Like, what if they just like lose on purpose? Like they try to, like, what is that? The Matador and LeBron come in hot, and he's like, "Yeah, LeBron really on this shit this game, but it don't be nothing to Jamal Murray or Jokic. It don't matter. This game does not matter at all." So you think <laughs> this game is house money? So if they go up two two, then what? You think they gonna lose automatically or? Mm. I really don't think they want to win tonight. <laughs> I know that sounds funny, but say they say they lose tonight and then they win the next game. That's all they fucking need, bro. All you need. That's all you need. I get. I get. You would like to tie the series two two to make this a a best of three, but come on. Say they push a game seven in this series mm-hmm. after being down 3-1. They have to be down 3-1 for this to be fun. <laughs> Nobody wants to see them go 2-2. They want to see – they really – no, for real. Like, be real. They really – they want to see a 3-1 series just to see if these niggas could go. That's what they want to see, too. I feel like they – You saw Hollywood. <laughs> wow. How, how I go Hollywood? You just want the the little story. Yes. Yes, I know. Yes. No. I want that so bad. And I do think the Lakers are going to make sure they win tonight. Or maybe they'd be like, nah, we want to lose. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the Lakers are fucking psyching themselves out to lose tonight. And then LeBron like get crazy. Who knows? So That's- you think LeBron shaving points? Somebody's shaving points tonight. <laughs> I just want to see how this game is called. That's all. I think it'll be really funny if they go down 3-1, though. Because <clears throat> you got two storylines there. Either LeBron shuts that shit down, and nah, we're not doing that, or they lose. And then <laughs> you got that in the back of your mind. But then what if they lose in six? Who the Lakers? Nah, the uh, the Nuggets. Yeah, 
then it was it was, it was it was fun while it lasted. Because <laughs> nobody expects the clip. I mean, the Nuggets to win this series. Do you? No. Me neither. I just want to see it go three one, just to see what Twitter do. Because <laughs> Twitter gonna get popping if they lose tonight. You understand me? It's gonna get crazy. It's gonna get crazy. Oh shit! It's gonna be crazy shit before the game. Shit, I already know they probably saying some wild shit on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I ain't been on. Well, no, nah, I think I was on this morning. <laughs> I don't be getting on as much as I used to though. Crazy enough, <laughs> and I say as much as I used to last week. <laughs> 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 but uh, uh <laughs> um so who is your finals pick? Who do you see going to the finals? Lakers Heat. Lakers Heat. Mm-hmm. Same. And there's a storyline in anything. What they don't want to see is the Nuggets make it to the finals. No. No. Not at all. I don't mind seeing the Nuggets go to the finals though. I mean, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't Period, give a fuck. But I, mean, I know the NBA wants a certain look. But I don't see why. I mean, I understand just because of, like, you know, like, storyline and history and whatever. But they all in the bubble. So it's not like, you know, you got to really go on the road and face this. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I think it's just like if LeBron does it against the Heat, it would be cool. It's Pat Riley right there. Because Pat Riley do be there watching the game. Yeah. <laughs> but Jimmy Butler, if they make it to the finals, I think we see a different Jimmy Butler. Another, a they different, better. Yeah. Because yeah, he ain't really been doing shit. Not really. I think they match up better with the Lakers than the Celtics do, though. Because they got bigger guys. They actually were uh, the game, well, not last night, actually. The game they lost, they were playing, uh, what's his name, Robert Williams. Mm-hmm. They were playing him more, and he was getting off. He was doing a good job. That's a, Man, I fuck with Robert Williams. They'll probably trade him, though. I, I feel think like, so. Mm-hmm. If they don't get past this, yeah, they'll probably trade him. I think they keep, they got to keep Grant Williams, or Grant Williams is his name. Yeah. He had like a, a small forward, though. Yeah. He plays well with them, but he he's not that big of a piece. He's just That's a role player. Who, yeah. How did? Why would they trade Robert Williams? They only got like two centers. They got like three: Ennis Cantor, Taco Fall. Nah, I guess they do got Taco. And then what's that guy? Thin. Thies. Thies. Daniel Thies. Where the where the fuck is that guy from? Dice. I don't know. He's a center though, right? Yeah. And then um. Robert, so I got a feeling they keep Daniel. They probably keep Ennis. But if you're going for Rudy Gobert, you probably trade Ennis. Trade Ennis back to Utah. That's funny. They need to trade Kemba. I I don't think you need that dominant of a point guard with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum if you want them to be as good as they can be. You know what I mean? I mean, I think 
Kemba, I don't think Kemba just be in the way. Like, I mean, I don't know. This series has been somewhat different because, I mean, they've been playing a lot of zone. So, like, you ain't going to really just get your ISO opportunities like that. Right. From Jalen and, and, uh, and Jason. So, they've been having to, like, you know, swing the ball and, like, have have to attack from certain angles in in the zone and shit. And it's just happened to be, like, Kimba be in the spots where you be having to attack sometimes. And, I mean, he just ain't really been, been able to hit for real. See, I think I'm seeing it different. What I'm seeing is a zone being played by the Heat. Kimba running around and not much movement outside of that. With a zone, you're supposed to be able to get open shots, right? Yeah. These niggas are not shooting open shots. And when they do shoot open shots, they miss them. <laughs> like Jalen Brown, although he did shoot a very clutch three at the end of last night's game, wasn't shooting that great. Jason Tatum obviously wasn't shooting that great, except for the second half. Um, but that first half, it was Kimba, Kimba, Kimba running out. And, like, Jason Tatum was getting open shots against the zone and missing them. Mm-hmm. So I guess I guess in that theory, then, yeah, you kind of got to run around because niggas not making shots. Who do I pass it to? But then it's like, my nigga, I hate when a point guard runs around and goes to the basket and then runs back out. But, like, they have, like, a, a one-second fucking uh, window to – Make a layup. Kimba specifically. It, I hate it. Because he will run around the entire fucking court before making a decision. He don't pass it. Jalen Brown doesn't really fucking move around that often. And when he does, I mean, he, 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 he does it well, but he don't do it often. And I'm like, what play are y'all running? Like, do y'all run plays? It don't even look like y'all run any kind of offense. But Brad Stevens is this amazing uh, out-of-bounds play coach. <laughs> apparently his out-of-bounds plays are magnificent. He said apparently. That's what niggas rave about this nigga is his out-of-bounds plays. Like, damn, watch out for the nigga coming out of a timeout or something. All right. Well, Brad Stevens might be gone. No. No? No. I guess not. You made it to the Eastern Conference Finals two out of the last three years. But last year, well, this year, really, you fucking up. You dropping the ball. I mean, yeah, but he ain't going nowhere. How long is it until he's on the hot seat? A while. You think so? Yeah. You're probably right. Damn, that sucks. How long is it until Kimba gets traded? Because Danny Ainge don't care. Let's be, let's take that into consideration. Danny Ainge don't give a fuck. Your sister could be dying, and I'm gonna trade you. This man is childish. I'm just giving an example. Uh, shit, I don't think I don't think Kim would going nowhere, bro. I like if anybody was to get traded, I think. From the backcourt, it would probably be Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. And, like, from the front court, it would probably be shit. Gordon Hayward. So, between one of them two. But what do you get from him? 
You can get something nice for Gordon Hayward. If I'm a GM, I'm looking at it like this nigga has had three significant injuries in the last three years. You're not getting much from, from me for him. Yeah, but, you know, niggas be out here believing. And, I mean, he's played well. No, he has played well. He has played well. I don't want to say nothing about his game because Gordon Hay was really good. He's actually a really good player. But he's just injury prone as fuck. And it's scary for a front office, you know? You're putting so much pressure on you to be a a significant piece on our team, and we're paying you so much money, you can't stay healthy. Like, I don't know if I want to go into the Lux on you. (laughs) To Lux. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He just made up his own little shit. Uh. (laughs) You fuck with that? (laughs) (laughs) The luxury tax for those who don't know what the Lux is. Oh man. Um I mean yeah, I definitely understand that point, but I mean I don't know. I feel like if you in a I mean certain teams, you know, you're in a bad spot and you like, you know, teams be trading for players for all types of different reasons. So Yeah. It ain't always just basketball. Of course. I don't think the Gordon Hayward move to Boston was about basketball, but that's a different subject. (laughs) (laughs) It's really not. Fuck it. Because we was talking about it earlier. Civil unrest. They only signed Gordon Hayward because he was white. What? That's what I think. Yes, Gordon Hayward is a very good... I can't even honestly say it without fucking up my words. Gordon Hayward is a good player, but is not worth the max. Okay? He was good at Butler. He did decent in Utah. Uh, he was an all-star. Yeah, he was an all-star. He was an all-star. He was an all-star. In the West. In the West. Solid. Solid player. And let's just, you know, throw out the obvious. He's white. Okay? He was probably the best American white player in the NBA, yes or no? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Boston, Massachusetts is racist. Let's keep it a bean. And Larry Bird did not help that at all. You had probably not only the best white player. Why, you say, why how Larry Bird got to do with this? I'm t- no, no, Larry Bird is great too, but for the city of Boston. I'm talking about for the city of Boston. And they're, you have the I best. you mean because they. Yeah, they got the best. Players. Yeah. They got the best white player in all of basketball ever. Nobody has ever been better and whiter than Larry Bird. <laughs> Correct? Correct. Now you got guys coming from overseas. And you got guys, um, yeah, you got a hella niggas coming from overseas. You got Luka coming, Dirk, Manu, all these guys. And they're great white players. We'll even consider Pau Gasol white. They're, they're great white players, right? But none of them came from the U.S. of A. None of them were cornbread-fed American bread. You know what I mean? 
And Boston, Massachusetts just needed that. They liked Paul Pierce, but nobody fucking likes Paul Pierce. Let's be real. Nobody cares about Paul Pierce. They hadn't had anything shout like out to Cam. Shout out to Cam. Shout out to Ethan. Uh, they haven't had anything close to what Larry Bird gave them. Five championships. And then you had probably the second best white player. You basically had the best white people to ever play basketball on the Celtics at that one time. Right or wrong? Kevin McHale, great American white player. Yeah. Larry Bird. Danny Age, a damn good uh, GM. <laughs> and he's from Knoxville. Is he really? Yes. So, look, Gordon Hayward is white. And they paid him the max because he's white. And Kyrie was coming. Kyrie didn't ask for uh, Gordon Hayward. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> He did not ask, hey, you know who I want to play with? You don't think he's... First of all, he got traded there. He didn't decide to go to Boston. I mean, but we all know trades aren't always necessarily... I mean, if it it stays on the low enough, I mean, Kyrie was apparently involved in his trade, so... Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, But I can almost guarantee Gordon Hayward was not the selling... Uh, the final selling point to reel him in. He's probably like, all right. All right. He's good. Cool. But they signed Gordon Hayward. They didn't, didn't they? He was a free agent. I don't remember. I think they signed him. But the city of Boston was ecstatic. I think, no, yeah, I'm pretty sure they signed him. Yeah, to a max. To a max five-year deal, I believe. In that first game. I mean, no, shit, no, 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 no. It was just about the market, though. No, it was about the market. I get that. But it was also about the look, like you said. And that was one I of mean, the instances where it was more so about the look than it was about the market. But I also feel like I, I feel it because, I mean, yeah, like you, you right. But, like, his coach that he played for at was Butler, Brad Steven. Yeah. So and like, it made all the sense. I look, it made all the sense. Do you think Brad Stevens was hired to eventually get Gordon Hayward? No. You got Danny Ainge fucked up. In my opinion, you got Danny Ainge fucked up. Brad Stevens was only hired a year before Gordon Hayward got there. They knew Gordon Hayward was going to be a free agent. What do we want in Boston? A good white player. Who coached that great white player? Before and has no other head coaching experience. Oh, this nigga, bring him in. Because that will has no head. He does have head coaching experience. NBA head coaching experience. A lot he was well. He was assistant. He was assistant around the league. This is his first head coaching job. I know. Okay, great. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Great. <laughs> he comes from the pop tree. I feel like we talked about this last podcast. He's more so on the patient end of the pop. Uh, coaching playbook than it is the assertive end as he's shown in the uh, conference finals. He's more patient with it when he should probably be attacking way more. Um, But cool. All that's cool. You and Gordon go back like cornrows. That's great. I'm just saying 
It was a look. A look that Danny Ainge benefits from because, yeah, Brad Stevens is a good coach. But, I mean, Gordon Hayward. White man, American bread. They're not going after – they should have went after Tyler Hero if you <laughs> keep it in the beam. I mean, they uh, was a pick behind Miami. Damn. You know they would have got him. You they know said f- they was looking at him. <laughs> of course they were. Everybody should have been looking at him. I don't know how he went so so low. He went 13? Yeah, he dropped all the way to 13. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, because Boston was picking 14. This rookie class has been pretty stacked, huh? Yeah, the past few rookies have been pretty cool. The NBA has been bringing in a lot of talent. I will say, like, probably the Luka draft was not as – it just had Luka and Trey. Like, the first two picks, DeAndre Aiden will be okay. I don't think Marvin Bagley's going to be like that, in my opinion. I just don't. But Damn, I, that's your boy, ain't That it? is my guy. I just don't think he's going to be, like, a second option in the NBA. Mm. So, I feel like you were wasted on a second overall pick, essentially. Mm. Right? Because Luka was there. Trey Young was there. <laughs> right? Okay. Um... Then this year, you got Zion, who may or may not be a bust. <laughs> he has to lose weight. I think Zion needs to lose a little bit of weight. Uh, I mean, he going to lose weight, I think. I hope so. I'm sure he will. This is his first year. And, you know, like players evolve yeah. in all different type of ways over their career. Right, you're right, you're right. Some guys just come in more polished than others. I feel like if John Morant would have uh, been able to get into the playoffs, we would have probably seen – we probably would have seen the same John Morant, honestly. I don't think he would have gone to a specific level just because you don't know what the playoffs is yet. You know what I mean? And if it is really a different game, as they say, mm-hmm. you probably don't know what motor to go to yet. You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like that playoff mode just would have brought some a little that a little extra out in it. And the bubble is different. That too. Anybody can play in the bubble. And then he was already still kind of showing out in the bubble already. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I feel like I just feel like that playoff job would have been different. But I I do kind of feel like you were saying I don't feel like it just would have been like a huge step. Yeah. Like, I still feel like, you know, he would have to have that offseason work and, like, and then, like, put together, like, everything. And a healthy team. He wouldn't have had a healthy team. Yeah, that too. Oh, yeah, that too, that too. Yeah, so. The West is going to be difficult next year. I don't think the Thunder make it again if Chris Paul leaves. But then again, I don't want to say anything. Uh, But with the up-and-coming teams – the young teams in the West are scary. The Suns are still young. The um, Kings. The Kings are young. The Spurs are sort of young. Essentially, like they got a few core young players: Dejounte, Lonnie Walker. Uh, Lonnie Walker be getting the fuck off. <laughs> And after, I don't even be watching that shit. I can't even cap. 
they games are just boring as hell. They do be boring sometimes, but Pop really be letting these niggas get off. So DeJounte Murray got hurt this year. Yeah. Yeah, so Lonnie Walker really was balling. He wears number two. Funny enough, right? (laughs) Like Kawhi. He be getting off. And then he cut his hair. He got off even harder, bro. Pause. But he was really, Uh, like, hooping for real, for real. So... Look out for the Spurs next year if Pop decides to stay. I honestly think Pop might retire after all of this. Like after this year? Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. Let Becky take it. Fuck it. Yeah, that'd be dope. That would be a really nice look to see in the NBA. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like she's definitely someone that, that deserves it. Hell yeah. I don't even be knowing, like, the Spurs have such a great lineage of coaches. If you say he came, he or she came from the Spurs, you don't got to ask me nothing else. Yeah. You know what you're doing. The top coaches in the league came from the Spurs. Mike uh, Bud came from the Spurs. Brad Stevenson came from the Spurs. Uh, Steve Kerr's came from the Spurs. Uh, A few other niggas. That's just three top right there. Yeah. So you'd be like, damn, nigga. That's like the that's like the Lakers of coaches, nigga. Like that's the all the Lakers. It's like a dynasty of coaches. Yeah, it is though, for sure. Or they might give it to Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is an assistant coach for the Spurs. And he got dreads. That's fun. That's cool to see. Tim Duncan has dreads. That is crazy. It would probably be Becky. Because this is Tim's first year. Mm-hmm. But Tim knows the system inside and out. Like, like it ain't nothing. Yeah, of course. The system was built around him. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, I think Pop will still be the GM, though. Probably. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like if he step away, he's going to completely step away. Think so? Yeah. That would be a cool look to see Pop just step away from coaching, but he still be the GM. And then the Spurs go crazy in the draft. Be, I was gonna say that would be crazy though. That'd be like a he basically be Pat Riley. Yeah. That'd be, I mean, he. I feel like he probably could come back to do something like that. Some executive work. Yeah. Yeah. Because why not? Like, stay around. This, that's your franchise. But I feel like you at first, that. I feel like at first he'll probably just step away completely. Yeah, give it a season or so. Yeah. But then he he'd be itching to come back. Hell yeah, yeah. Like Pop's now the GM and president of basketball operations like of the Phil Spurs. Phil Jackson, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Pop would do it right. Phil Jackson fucked this yeah. up. He fucked that all the way up. I don't know if the Knicks will ever be a good franchise again. Ain't no telling. Who's the head coach now? Uh, they just hired somebody, didn't they? David Fisdale? Is he not the coach? I don't know. I don't know either. I would hope so. I love seeing black head coaches. Yeah. Somebody needs to get Alvin Gentry to the Rockets immediately. Okay, I can fuck with that. He's gonna get him a big man in there. They're gonna have a center next season. Yeah. Don't oh, don't yeah. doubt it. <laughs> and Mike D'Antoni, they were saying, uh well. Yeah, Mike D'Antoni to the Knicks, possibly. Back to the Knicks. 
But then there's other stories. People are also saying wherever Mike D'Antoni goes, Chris Paul goes. Because him and Chris Paul apparently have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had thought they didn't really care for each other. I know James and D'Antoni Mike, don't like each other. Yeah, no, uh, but James didn't like Chris Paul neither. So. Oh, okay, maybe, yeah, maybe that was really. So, I don't know. Maybe that was James I was thinking about. I would like to see Melo stay in Portland. Yeah, I think that'll happen. They'll give him some money. But if not, I really just want to see you stay in Portland because y'all really got a shot at making the playoffs again. Now, not at a title. I don't think they got a title run in them. But you might make it to the Western Conference Finals and fight. In today's NBA, you really don't know. I don't think the Warriors are a dynasty anymore. Do I think they win some more championships? Yeah. Steph's still got two more rings left in him. But I don't think. Awesome. I think you do it like Kobe did it. Why not? You're a shooter. If they can stay together long enough, and I don't think Clay leaves, if anybody leaves, Draymond's leaving, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I think they make a comeback, they get another piece in there. Another KD type piece. Whoever they draft this year, maybe. If they end up getting their hands on LaMelo Ball, you never know. You never know. Maybe they do draft a young guy. You don't think so? Nah. Nah? You think they trade that pick? Probably. But for what, though? Like, not only, like, for who, but why? think they're just going to rebuild? I don't think it's a rebuild at all. You have your core players, and you have Andrew Wiggins. And then you have the role players that got all the rep this year that you, you're weeding out the guys. We saw who was good this year on y'all team without any of your stars. Mm-hmm. And maybe y'all weren't the best team, but we saw guys that could make a difference. Eric Pascal could stay. Uh. So then you think they're just going to get rid of everybody else and bring in a whole new, like... I don't think they get rid of everybody else, but I think they bring in a couple more veterans. They they unload a couple of the young guys that just... Because some of these guys, I don't know their names. One nigga had, was, had blonde dreads. Another nigga was dunking all over the place. Like, some of these niggas was good, really good players. He said blonde dreads? Yeah. You don't know that? I don't know the kids' I didn't name. really watch a lot of Golden State last year. I only watched the highlights. Like, when Steph came back for, like, four games. <laughs> and then when they would like do some miraculous shit, or when they would show some Eric Pascal's uh, highlights, I hope I said his name right. How do you say Eric Pascal? Yeah, Eric Pascal. Um, I think they got a deep enough, not deep enough team, but they straight this year. If you fully healthy, I feel like you straight. Draymond, Clay, Steph, Andrew. I'm sure they're getting Andrew within that system perfectly because he's not a ball dominant guard; he's a wing. So we're going to use you as a wing that we didn't have before. You're not that great of a shooting wing. You know, yeah. KD. But you're definitely not. <laughs> but you're a slasher on 2K. He said on 2K. <laughs> and you do slash to the rim a lot. So, I mean, you're just working out. You, you just have to work on your kickout game, honestly. <laughs> 
Just pass that shit to Steph. Learn how to do that, nigga. Just get out the way. <laughs> you got Draymond. And I don't know who your big is. Willie Colley-Stein. Willie Colley-Stein's decent. Wait, no. He plays for the Mavericks. He got traded from Golden State. He decided not to go to the bubble. I think that fucked them up. Because if they would have had Willie Colley Stein, because yeah. Porzingis was, was ah, he was out. Yeah, you know, been different. Yeah. So. Anyway, anywho, went off on another tangent. <laughs> That's it on basketball. Fuck them niggas. Um, NFL. I just got to ask you, brother, what the fuck is wrong with the Falcons? Do y'all like giving up leads or something? What is it? Because I watched that game. And I tell you, when I saw that onside kick, I was like, well, onside kicks never work. I was like, the game is over. Mm -hmm. I was so sure y'all had it. But something in the back of my mind, something in the back of my mind told me. Maybe not. Maybe they get like a defensive stop. There wasn't that much time left. No. There wasn't much time left at all. And they had given up like two of their timeouts already. So yeah. they were really in a shit position. Oh, really stupid shit. They were really in a shit position. And they kick an onside kick. And niggas was staring at it. So is your coach on the hot seat? He been on the hot seat. <laughs> Since the Super Bowl? <laughs> I think he's out of here before the season ends. He should have been out of there last year. But that, what was that, Monday night, Sunday night game? It wasn't even Sunday night, was it? No, that was Sunday, first 12 o'clock game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Blew me. Because I was like, no way. Y'all had a 20-point lead in the first quarter. I mean, I think that was at halftime. No, it was in the first quarter. I looked at the uh, – I scored 20 points in the first quarter. Yeah, Dan Quinn needs to be gone. That's all I'm going to say. Who do you think – should be in that head coaching position. Not Dan Quinn. Who would you like to see? Not Dan not Quinn. Other than not Dan Quinn. <laughs> not Dan Quinn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just making sure we were still. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anybody then. other than Dan Quinn. All right, then. Not Dan Quinn. They were not supposed to win that game. No. Y'all really helped their season out a lot. Because if they lose that, uh, last Sunday, that's that's a hit to their confidence. Yeah, I hope they uh, just don't let how the division plays out um, dictate whether or not they get rid of this nigga. Because, um, what the division looking like? I'm pretty sure we could come out of if we win next week, we could have a share of the 
the division lead. Who? With being one and two. Oh. Who do y'all play this weekend? Chicago. You don't think y'all got that? I mean. I don't know how Chicago's been playing. I think they 2-0. Maybe. Nah. Um, then they played They the lost the lead either the first or second game, didn't they? Then they, they played the Titans the first game, didn't they? No. 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 We ain't played them. I don't know. I think they played the Cardinals. They came back and won a game because I was surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. That's the first game. They came back yeah. and beat someone. I can't remember who. I don't know what they did last week. You heard about this shit with Tyrod Taylor? Yeah, that's crazy. I hope he can sue. I hope he does sue. For those of you wondering what we're talking about, Tyrod Taylor is a quarterback. Black quarterback. Black quarterback for the Los Angeles. Dolan. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Hold up. Hello? Dolan. Hello? You on yeah. The, what's up? You on the podcast. We recording. What's up? Oh, I swear to God. I swear to God. Shit, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to see if you trying to burn one. <laughs> but y'all Look, y'all on the podcast and shit, like my fault, shit, I'm, I'm finna pull up smoke, you hear me? Oh, yeah, I'm all the way out in New York right now. Oh, shit, man. I hit you later, though. My- What'd you say? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Goddamn phone going out and shit. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, Shit. Um, Tyrod Taylor. Oh, yeah, Tyrod Taylor. So, he's a black quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, before the game, he was getting a painkiller shot. And um, apparently, like, this is a regular shot people get yeah, for the game. Yeah, maybe given, like. Hella painkill shots before the game. Yeah. Like, it's, all, it's a regular thing. And this specific one, the rib cage, uh painkiller shot that Tyrod was getting was also regular. Now, they do say before, um, apparently they say before you get this shot that there is a small chance that this will happen, that your lung will get punctured. They say that. Uh, And in Tyrod's case, unluckily, it happened to him. Um, I still think he should be able to sue just because – that's under the team watch. The team injured me. Mm-hmm. Like, significantly, too. You punctured my lung. I don't even know how you play anymore with a punctured lung. Do you? Can you play with a punctured lung? I mean, I, I'm assuming you have to wait until it heals up. Right. So, I would seek legal action if I was Tyrod. I, I would assume there's an avenue to go down. But, um. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's that was crazy when I had seen that go across the ticker on ESPN. I was like, what? And I hate it specifically for him. Yeah. He's such a journeyman in the NFL who produces for everybody he goes to, but nobody gives him a chance, really. Yeah. This team actually gave him a chance. A, a Not a long contract, but it's longer than you see Tyrod getting for a starting job. 
he's usually only playing because somebody's fucking hurt. I mean, I feel like he was really just a placeholder for Herbert. Essentially. Which I don't like. He's I think he's good enough to be a starting quarterback. He doesn't have to be a backup in the league. He's a he's a superb backup. Yeah. Because he should be a starter, in my opinion. It's a lot of people. I don't know if I can say a lot. He's better than some quarterbacks in other places. If we sign Ryan Tannehill, I feel like we could have signed Tyrod Taylor. And I wouldn't be mad at it. Just saying. But, um, yeah, they punctured his lung. But, yeah, he's such a journeyman. I really want him to, like, find a job in the league. Because he's not old. He said a job. A job. Like, a a. Like, he needs to go to the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger talking about he want to play for a few more years. Nigga, get your rapey ass on somewhere. Leave. Retire. Die somewhere, please. Damn. He said die. I don't, maybe not die, but get out of here, bro. I was watching that Steelers game uh, the first weekend, first Monday night game. I just hate watching him play. He just he looks like the old out of shape uncle yeah, out there. I was gonna say he don't, he just don't look the same no more. Like it's he like, moves sloppy as hell. Yeah, it's ugly. Know. It's really ugly. And every time he gets hit, it looked like you might be done. Ah, right, my head. Right, my head. <laughs> my nigga, you have concussions every time. My head. Ah, he needs to retire. Yeah, I I wish he would. And I'm pissed that they traded away J.K. Dobbins from the Steelers because he was the quarterback at UT that was getting off. Not J.K. Not J.K. Dobbins. No, I was gonna say Josh. Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Josh Dobbs. He was getting off at UT that year. Sure. I mean, he was. I was watching it. He was like one of them mobile ass quarterbacks that was running all over the place. He said mobile ass quarterback. But, <laughs> but you know, he was at UT, so you couldn't do much. Um, I think he's pretty good, and he was he had a few reps last year when uh Ben Roethlisberger was out, and he looked good. So, but they traded his ass to the Ravens. That's weird. All the backups for the Ravens are mobile quarterbacks. It's not weird, but that's I like that. Of course, they're gonna have to do with their quarterbacks. Yeah. I gotta be able to keep the same offense. Yeah. You listen to any new music recently? Mm, what have I been listening to? Uh, shit. Um, I listened to that Cold Red. How was it? The uh, Black the Youngster and Money Bag Yo. I listened to a couple on there. Yeah, I fuck with it. It was straight. Um, man, I uh, I listened to that Tusi album. I fuck with that. Okay, how was it? That was pretty solid. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, that's the only new shit that I think. I have, YG came out with a new song. I didn't hear that. It's all right. Let's see if I get. 
I'm out on bail, these motherfuckers tryna get me But I won't tell, so with some time they tryna hit me I'm innocent as fuck, but they tryna pull that I'm guilty These little features crazy, thank God I'm playing with millions In love with the streets, you by yourself a nigga tricky Beefing with my homies, all I think about is nips Usually sip tequila, but today I'm off the hitty Thinking about Nipsey, nigga had to get tipsy Gave my heart to the gang, do with the gang It's a no-go with some niggas from the gang Nigga, do you for some promo, okay. this shit my fans He rapping, rapping on this one though Yeah Sweetie dropped a new song with Tiger. Mm. Cool. <laughs> I'm not gonna play that though. Uh, Travis Scott and um, and uh, Young Doug supposed to be dropping this Friday. I don't know if it's a single or a tape. It's probably a single. Probably a single. Probably a single. Probably a single. I've already heard too leaked. Nah, for real. Probably. <laughs> Knowing them niggas. Uh, problem dropped. I ain't got a, li- a chance to listen to that yet. Me neither. Mozzie that dropped. That was a tape, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mozzie dropped. A sing a song. Nah, it was a whole tape. A tape. Mm-hmm. What called is it occupational called? occupational hazard. Let me see that. Uh. Hold on. Okay, yeah, that's new. Yeah, I ain't got a chance to listen to it yet. But Mozzie always comes with something hard. Yeah. I mean, I heard that Death is Calling. I heard that. That was a single, I think. Okay. Uh, have you had a chance to listen to Conway yet? Yeah. From King the or from... Yeah. Yeah, from King the God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, <sighs> so, I'm going to listen to this album today. Alicia Keys' new album, Alicia. I didn't know she had dropped the album. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I did see that album cover, actually. I didn't know it was a cliche key, so. Yeah. That's her new album. She got a lot of good uh, features on here. She got Sanfa. She got Khalid. She got Snow. She got Jill Scott mm. on a song called Jill Scott. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right then. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to go check that out. That should be hard. Um, let's see who else. I think Maxo Cream dropped something recently. If I'm not mistaken, I hadn't heard no new Maxo Cream in a minute. Hmm. Yeah, man, y'all check that shit out. Uh, what else is out there? Uh, you listen to the Alchemist. Who he dropped with? It's just a him tape. Oh shit! Uh, oh, I know Harry Fraud and um, Currency. Boldy James is who Alchemist dropped with. I don't know who that is. Uh 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 uh. Where we at? Bo Jacks. Skip. Can't none of y'all mirror me back At all. Back to them old feel of rum boys Steering the act uh-huh. And have a quarter for a gun boil Out the machine I forget who Bodie James roll with But he like he, He's through someone else he, he's, he's decent though Um 
he might be flipped. Let's see. OG James. Yeah, he's from Detroit. Mm-hmm. I'm about to check that out. I fuck with. Uh, I fuck with Alchemist. Yeah, Alchemist been doing it. The producers been doing it heavy this year. Yeah, for sure. Like him, Hit Boy, uh, Harry Fraud. Yeah. Um. Say somebody else been going crazy doing the like the collab tapes. Uh, somebody did one with Larry June, I think. I think I saw that. Let me look that up. Do you fuck with Larry June? I don't go out of my way to listen to Larry June. I'm not gonna lie, but when I hear Larry June, I like it. Uh, Cooking Soul. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Cooking Soul. Let me see if we got that. You heard it? Yeah, I listened to it the other day. It was pretty straight. I don't know. You you probably got the shit on me. Uh, we was talking about him in the Killer Bees chat. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, nah, I ain't got that. The notifications on that. <laughs> <laughs> Not even gonna lie. Um, okay, I've seen Cooking Soul though. Yeah, I've seen Cooking Soul a lot actually. Yeah, so the producers have been going crazy, crazy this year, for sure. That's what's up. Uh, you see, Joe Budden has his own network now. Yeah, that's what's up. I fuck with that. Yeah, I think that's a cool move. Can we get some applause? Um. Their deal with Spotify ended last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's cool that that instead of going under anyone else, like Tidal or Apple, he just went ahead and did his own thing and made his own network. Yeah. Smart. Uh, I'm just ready to hear more details about how exactly what it is and all that shit. I believe it's a... I think it's going to be more than a podcast network. I think it's going to be... Just a content network. Yeah, just a media network. Um, there will probably be other entities to it. I don't know, though. I I just think he would do more than just podcasts. Because he does more than just podcasts. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, that was a big move, though. No, yeah. We're um, still on Spotify, so don't delete that, guys. Yeah, no, you don't. I mean, you can if you want to. Just yeah. go to another place where we at, which is Apple. pretty much everywhere. Yeah, we're on Apple. We're on... Uh, we're on a lot of shit. We're yeah, we're not on anything it. exclusively. So Yeah. But you knew that from whatever fucking thing you were listening to. Um, There's a Joe Budden and Charlemagne the God beef. Yeah. Um... Charlemagne the God just did a deal with iHeart. Mm-hmm. A joint venture. A joint venture for a podcast network, basically. Right. Um, I don't see it as a competition. I don't even see it as a real beef. Because you niggas don't have real issues with one another outside of 
y'all say things to each other in private and then say other things to the public. Right. That seems to be y'all's relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but Charlemagne do be saying some wild shit. Joe say some wild shit too, right? right. They both say wild shit. Yeah. But Charlemagne is an exception. Because if at first, when The Breakfast Club first came out, I thought it was funny. I thought it was cool. I was also like 17. <laughs> right? Because we're not even. I was probably like 15, 16 when it came out. It came out in 2010. Uh, see, I wasn't listening to them back then. I was watching the interviews, though. Like, I wasn't listening to them. But I would see, like, Chief Keefe did his interview in, like, 2012 where he said he was 300. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, yeah, by that time, I guess, yeah. So, um, but yeah. But that was 2013. You just want to graduate. Okay, well, 2013. 2013. Um, Charlemagne just be saying different weird shit. And I don't, I don't stand allegiance to anyone. I don't know any of these people. But the way they conduct their business and how it's being, uh, talked about between them two specifically and those affiliate affiliated with the two because it's not only them that have been throwing their opinions in it andrew schultz has as well and (laughs) everyone else right (laughs) so uh and i already don't i'm not that big i've never been that big of a fan of andrew schultz but he do be funny sometimes (laughs) (laughs) uh what do you think do you think um charlemagne is right in kind of saying that Joe Button necessarily doesn't know how to do deals? Or do you think, and I know where you stand with this. I'm just playing. I'm just throwing the question out there. I know exactly what your answer is going to be. <laughs> or do you think <laughs> Joe Button has put himself in a position to not only make this network, but also inadvertently destroy Charlemagne. <laughs> Do you think the space, Charlemagne is, is saying these things because he's intimidated of the space him and Joe are in, and he thinks that maybe Joe's voice is more prominent in the, the space. Like, there's room mm-hmm. for everybody in the culture, but I think Charlemagne wants to be that voice, that shock voice, and Joe Budden is that. And he has been in the rap game. Charlamagne's just the radio guy. So do you think it's kind of competition there? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think there is competition there. But I think – I feel like they're in in just a different lane. So, I mean, I don't see – I don't really understand why – I mean, I understand why it is happening. I don't see – I don't understand their need – to go at each other like that publicly like that yeah it's weird right it's weird and i think i think secretly they're doing that on purpose you think so to promote each other to promote each other's whatever they're doing because the only reason i now know of charlemagne's thing i found out through this entire exchange i didn't know he had a i didn't see any uh headlines that hey charlemagne just inked a deal with iheart i think i did I, I did. Well, I personally didn't. I didn't. Because it's a lot of podcasts that he took on that I fuck with. Oh, okay. Like 85 South is going up under there. Really? Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Shout out to 85 South. Yeah. And that would make sense for them to go under that network opposed to the Joe Budden network. 
Right. I think Drink Champs, even though it is on Revolt. Drink Champs go up under there. Really, Drink Champs is going to iHeart? I think so. They're already on Revolt. I think they're under the, uh, the, the oh. what's the shit? The Charlemagne shit. You might be right because the Breakfast Club is on Revolt as well. Mm-hmm. So there may be a deal there. Hmm. That is interesting. I would assume that Flagrant 2 would be under that. I don't think so. Really? Andrew's not doing that. Brilliant Idiots isn't. Okay. Um, anything that's loudspeakers is, I think. Uh, mm, loudspeakers yeah. and not our heart. Yeah. So, is that not a con- I guess it's not a conflict of interest, but your joint venture is with an entirely different podcast. The podcast network. that is going over is basically the Breakfast Club. That's the only thing. Kind of. That, but that's his, that's, really. That has his voice on there. Yeah. Which isn't even a podcast. Like, Brilliant Idiots is... Loudspeakers. Is loudspeakers, yeah. Through and through. Which I knew I knew that, but I guess I thought Charlemagne had more uh, cool in that. He sold his shit back to... Um, Combat Jack? Stop. Who? Uh, uh, what's the nigga that... Um, Chris. Oh, you don't listen to Brilliant Idiots. So. Uh, Chris is the like Chris their producer. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He sold his shares back to Chris. I think. Oh, he said, okay. On one of these most recent episodes. Oh, okay. Cause so apparently there's been like some shit that's been going on for a little minute now. So Charlemagne does not profit from this at all. What you mean? So he sold his shares of the podcast, of what he owns of the podcast? Yeah, of what he had owned of loudspeakers, I think. Okay, but he still makes money from doing the podcast. Yeah. Okay, okay. He just doesn't own anything. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, both of them have multiple hands in multiple pots. Because... Both of them are essentially with Viacom because Revolt is with Viacom and VH1 is with Viacom. And they have ties into the same company. Viacom owns damn near everything, but you still yeah. work with Viacom. Um, Just to go off on a tangent, you remember when Viacom was about to take away all them channels from us? Did you have DirecTV back in the day? Mm-hmm. And they, had, they kept this commercial uh, loop and they was like, hey, DirecTV is on some bullshit. We are going to take away all your favorite channels if these niggas don't get their act right. <laughs> Call in the day and, and, and bitch at these niggas, basically. I remember that shit. That used to piss me off. I used to be like, DirecTV, don't, don't let me not. Don't do that. Stop that. Because <laughs> then we're going to have to cancel you. Right. What do you mean you're getting rid of MTV2? That's all I watch. Yeah, and like BET. They took away Cartoon BET. Network. Yes. And look, and sometimes when uh, DirecTV would call their bluff, Viacom would just black them channels out. It would just be like, uh, <laughs> it would be showing that commercial on loop. <laughs> be like, damn, it ain't nothing to watch. And that was before Netflix. So you had to do something else. <laughs> this, this is crazy. <laughs> but you remember that, right? Yeah, I remember. Definitely remember that shit. That's crazy that that is a a back in the day memory. 
We ain't got shit much else to talk about. Nah. Go ahead, throw them socials out, my nigga. You can get at me at Agent Ocho Eight. That's on Instagram, Twitter, and Apple Connect, where I be dropping a playlist off on your head tops and whatnot. All the nines and dimes. You know what to do. What should they do? I don't even gotta say it no more. They already know. They already know. They be telling me. Oh, really? They be shooting. Look, man, I, I ain't gonna say it twice. All right. Make sure y'all get at the podcast at Burn One Podcast. That's on Instagram, Twitter, Apple Connect. Apple <laughs> <laughs> Connect. Stitcher. Uh, Stitcher, Google Play. Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And uh, that's it. I'm going to play a, a, a old school for the outro. All right. I'm fucking with it. It's the Brown One Podcast. We out. Even better than I was the yeah. last time, baby. Ooh, 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 ooh. Are we back. I'm good. Ooh, yeah. I'm good. Raps just made me anxious, and that shit made me crazy. Them squares just made me looser, that wax just made me lazy. And I still make this song, and I'ma make another. If you ever actually hit me, better watch out for my brother. Better bet I'll take that deal. Gotta watch out for my mother. Get a watch with all that glitters. Come in clutters, different colors. Been a baller, been for butler. Chauffeur, hit a stainer. Did I stutter? Did a ton of drugs and did better than all my all my mother. Motherfucking money dance, honey's in. Galilee, make a joke about in those head and piggyback on balance fleet. Balancing on sporadicity and fucking pure joy. Nightly searches for our bed, and I just came off tour with Troy. But I can't complain, I got some motherfucking business. How many lap partners have I fucked since I got suspended? Mr. Bennett, you didn't did it, you did it, you did it, you did a good ass job. You did a good ass job, and I'm good. Me